0: Welcome back to Positive Impact with Andrew Schultz. The question today is, how free do you want to be? This question is something that I ask myself many times throughout the day. How free do I want to be? And this podcast episode was inspired on Sunday with... My lady and I having a conversation, which was prompted by her question of, so do you want to talk? (laughs) My first reaction was, I'd rather stick a fork in my eye. I didn't say that. I actually said, I responded, about what? Which she replied, what you meant when you said blah, 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 blah. You see, deep down, I really did want to talk. And this is so important for a lot of guys listening, I think, especially. Deep down, I really did want to talk when she asked, so do you want to talk? And it goes back to the question, how free do I want to be? You see, my default is avoidance, procrastination, self-sabotage, you know, that's why drugs and alcohol for so long I could escape and repress and stuff and avoid turning to drugs and alcohol and other things. Well, now that I'm sober five years and I don't have that luxury anymore. And so finding new tools to work through being uncomfortable and for me, having an honest, timely respectful communication. That's been my intention lately. And it's all about how free do I want to be? Freedom comes from truth. And when she asked me that, it actually inspired a beautiful conversation for many hours on Sunday that (sighs) I'm so grateful. And I felt so much better afterwards, even though You know, she asked me some very difficult questions and I didn't want to give her an answer that appeased her and I didn't want to give her an answer to just make her happy. That was me in the past, what I would have done. I actually took time. She asked me tough questions like, do I want a girlfriend? And I thought about it and I told her, I don't know. And the reason I said that is, you know, there's the work that I'm in. We're all in the work. The work that I'm in right now is, you know, one of the things I had not told her before was, you know, there's a good possibility I want I want kids. And she doesn't. And I never told her that before, that desire that I possibly want kids. And that has been blocking me subconsciously because I don't want to get too close to her because if we decide I want kids, she doesn't, it's not going to work out. I don't want to get hurt. And so, which doesn't make sense because I'm not being honest in my communication up until Sunday. And so I was able to, um, verbalize to her my desire to possibly have kids and it's this kind of intimacy and honest conversation that actually brought us closer. And in the past I would have had this fear of losing her, this relationship and trying to say everything I could to make her, to give her what she wants instead of speaking my truth, which is why it was like the first relationship, an intimate female relationship where I've been, call it radical candor, honesty, whatever you want to call it. And I was able to share my truth, my feelings, emotions, and thoughts without having a fear of losing something. And it's a beautiful place to be. And it's new territory for me, to be honest with you. Um, and we ended up talking about our love languages, <laughs> You know, I found out what her love language is, which, you know, eight, nine, 10 weeks into a relationship, you know, shame on me. I should have found this out earlier on in the relationship, but better late than never. Right. And so we figured out her relationship and my, or her love language and my love language. And I found out I was trying to speak to her and communicate with her in a way with the filter of my love language, using my love language. Love language to communicate to her, and so to understand what her love language is, her clearly and concisely communicating to me what she wanted and needed in a relationship. Holy, my, this is this is new territories, uncharted water, and it was beautiful, mind blowing, fascinating. You know, I was open and honest with where I'm at and recognizing where I have brought past issues into our current relationship with the awareness of why I'm doing it. You know, communicating to her my desire to have kids, perhaps. having that understood that it was perhaps blocking us in this intimacy and how big of a factor that's been and (laughs) her asking me, you know, how would I feel if she was, if she started dating other guys and again, instead of reacting emotionally with an answer that was not well thought out, I actually took the time and said, I don't know. And I was able to communicate honestly, respectfully, my thinking and My point of sharing this is this. I knew, I know this to be true that if I, as long as I continue to share honestly, respectfully, if sharing my emotions and feelings and thoughts in a timely manner to those I love, who love me, as long as I'm honest and open, Only good things will happen. I might lose a relationship in the short term, but in the long term, having truth be my northern star, I can't go wrong. It sounds weird to say that. Because for so long in my life, I had this fear of losing people and that was the filter that I would use to make decisions, to communicate, and it's serving me better to use this honesty and taking the time to think things through, talk things out. It's been a game changer. And so how free do I want to be? One of my readings from this morning, I wanted to share one of my daily devotionals that I read, part of my daily mindfulness practice. It says, since it is true that God comes to me through people, I can see that by keeping people at a distance, I also keep God at a distance. God is nearer to me than I think, and I can experience him by loving people and allowing people to love me but I can neither love nor be loved if I allow my secrets to get in the way. It's the side of myself that I refuse to look at that rules me. I must be willing to look at the dark side in order to heal my mind and heart because that is the road to freedom. I must walk into darkness to find the light and walk into fear to find peace. I'm gonna repeat that one more time. I must walk into darkness to find the light And walk into fear to find peace. By revealing my secrets and thereby ridding myself of guilt, I can actually change my thinking. By altering my thinking, I can change myself. My thoughts create my future. What I will be tomorrow is determined by what I think today. So back to my conversation with my gal on Sunday. I don't know what the future holds. I do know I can hold my head up high. I can rest at night and sleep as long as I'm honest and open and sharing my truth and not keeping secrets not living in not living out of fear willing to talk about things that are uncomfortable taking the time to pause and i don't know the answer a lot of times and i'm okay now saying that accordingly if i don't know Part of the work I'm in is uncovering, discovering what it is that I truly want. Identifying things that are getting in the way, peeling back the layers to understand the why. Because those layers are the things that are blocking me from intimacy in all my relationships. And I'm trying not to bring the past into the present. And that's why Avoidance, procrastination, and self-sabotage have been my MO for so long. And, you know, in this COVID-19, relationships, communication, it's very challenging. Yet, as long as I'm, you know, it comes back to the question, how free do I want to be? I don't want to have uncomfortable conversations. Yet, I know that's where the freedom in lies. There's freedom on the other side. What gets in the way is the way. And my threshold for pain is a lot smaller than it used to be. And that's why these conversations are so healing and I feel so much better afterwards, even though it's not the result perhaps that I want. And holding space for others and being respectful of others and giving them what they need And so every relationship over the last couple of weeks, I've had more connection with more people than ever before. You know, I pick up the phone and I try to call five people, friends or family every day. An opportunity to hold space for others to be seen and heard and acknowledged A lot of times I just hold space for others to see how they're doing, to check in and then just listen. An opportunity to talk about my pain, my fear, my anxiety, my stress. I've learned over the last couple of years to say, ouch, I hurt when I don't feel well. And either picking up my pen and journaling about it or picking up the phone and reaching out to other people who I can say, ouch, I hurt. Here's what's going on with me. How free do I want to be? That's why it's more important that I reach out to others now more than ever. Taking contrary action by doing the very things that I don't want to do. Again, my default, my MO is I'd rather just go in my room, close the door, watch Netflix all day and check out. Yet, that's not going to help me become the best version That's not what God's will is, I don't believe, to have a positive impact on as many people as possible. Part of the work is working through it, breathing into it, reaching out and sharing and talking things through. The quality of our life is in direct proportion to the number of uncomfortable conversations we're willing to have. And if I want true freedom, this is why these conversations, even though I say I'd rather stick a fork in my eye, deep down I know this is what I want. And I I want to have these rich, deep conversations because that's where the healing is going to happen. And I don't know what's going to happen with my gal and I, I don't have a fear of losing something like I did in the past. I know every day, as long as I'm honest and respectful and sharing my, what's going on, my feelings, my emotions, my truth, as long as I communicate that, only good things will happen long term in all my relationships. And People are hurting now more than ever. And it's so important that we are able to communicate in a way that is honest, respectful, timely. And that's why I love picking up the phone and messaging, calling, FaceTiming. More and more people, if I'm hurting, I pick up the phone and say, Ouch, I hurt. I'm struggling. This is what is going on. I'm able to hold space for others, for them to share what's going on with them. And so how free do I wanna be? That's the question I ask myself throughout the day, all day, every day. And I know if I avoid and procrastinate and check out, I'm not gonna be very free. But if I want true freedom, it's the uncomfortable conversations taking contrary action for me because I know at the end of the day, if I'm honest with myself and honest with others, sharing my truth, my thoughts, feelings, and emotions, everything will work itself out in the end, long term. And that's a beautiful place to be even though sometimes it's very, very uncomfortable. So that's it, guys. I appreciate you. I acknowledge everybody for tuning in and being here. We're all in the work together. You know, wherever you are listening, 48 countries across the globe now, people tuning in and downloading and listening. You know, the human suffering is the thing that brings us together and unites us. Nobody is immune from suffering, yet we have the tools to not just survive, but thrive and persevere. Please let me know how I can help. If this had a positive impact on you, please share it with as many people as possible. Subscribe to the podcast. Every Friday coming at you, new episodes. If you have topics or guests that you think I should interview or talk about, please let me know. That's what I'm here for to create more value and sending everybody lots of love, positive vibes and big hugs. And again, if you have not went to my website, Andrew Schultz yoga, a N D R E W S C H U L T Z yoga.com. Sign up for my newsletter coming at you with inspiring messages and content. Uh, I want to make sure you guys get it and are the first ones to know. So, Until next time, guys, be awesome, much love, peace.